0: Hello, and welcome to Driven for Purpose. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, an evolutionary lifestyle coach helping guide you towards deeper states of transformation, providing you with tips, tools, and resources to support you every step of the way. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. Hmm. everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for choosing to spend some of your precious minutes with us here on the podcast. And I say us today because I have a very special guest. This is an episode that when I heard this beautiful woman's story, I was like, the world needs to hear this. A lot of the work that she is doing in the world, I resonate with, and a lot of the work she's doing in the world is not very well known to, let's say, the average person. As many of you who have been following the podcast for a while know that I do a lot of work in the conscious sexuality realms, and there are so many different pockets that one can find themselves in in this world. And... Bringing this beautiful guest on today, I resonated with a lot of her story and her sharing, and had similar experiences in my own life. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce the guest, Miss Sunny Jew. <laughs>
1: Welcome. Um, thank you, Amanda, for inviting me. <laughs>
0: mm, thank you. We had spoken earlier about how it's maybe a little bit nerve-wracking, so we'll just speak that into the space that. When we're putting ourselves out there, sometimes it can be challenging. Mm -hmm. As you're from Germany, English is not your first language, so just so the audience is aware of that, just giving some compassion.
1: Yeah, thanks for reminding me of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good to go into this space. So, beautiful, gorgeous goddess. If you were to, yeah, to give a brief kind of synopsis of what you do and... Who you are for those of you who don't those people who don't yet know yeah
1: what you um, every time I'm introducing myself it uh, takes a different shape mm-hmm. and uh, I feel to introduce myself now about my passion mm. so my passion is the body mm. And the body with all its layers the mm. emotional body the physical body the energetic body the mind and spirit mm. and it's just my biggest passion that I love to be in this life in this body mm. and that has been my biggest healing journey to to learn how I can ground in mm. my body mm. and then experience life to the fullest Through the body and then only worked through the healing going through all these layers
0: Mm.
1: and talking about emotional healing and then also sexual healing that has become a part of that Mm -hmm. so I am supporting people to ground into their body to Mm. create safety from within I'm using uh, touch uh, breath movement sound and emotional healing for it and i work with trauma Mm. i work with sexuality i work Mm. as a coach Mm. so it's highly individual and i always look at the whole picture Mm -hmm. so what is needed where are you at in that moment Mm. right Mm. and how can i create relaxation and which space wants to be um, explored in that moment so where is the pain Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and then working with it so you can have individual sessions with me with touch or without Mm -hmm. touch Mm -hmm. you can um, go to one of my retreats Mm -hmm. so it's always um, but always all elements all pillars are included so Mm -hmm. it's always going to be touch in some way breath sound and movement Mm -hmm. and including the mind Mm. So I'd say I'm a guide in that way, mm. more a guide than a teacher. Mm. Yeah, because I believe in in healing where we need to find our own way. Yeah, huh? yeah. So if I just follow and that's the system at school, I don't really learn. So I'm, I love to learn with the body so that everything what I can like take in becomes embodied wisdom because yeah. this is something when the, really the information is stored in the body it becomes wisdom yeah. and it's not only data yeah. and then I will not forget it anymore because it becomes part Integrated. of me yeah. yeah exactly yeah there's so many pieces um,
0: that you spoke into that I really resonate with and f- I mean just going to the first thing or the last thing you just said which is about the school system, and how so often we're programmed to learn things. But the learning comes from a system that isn't actually individual, and the biggest piece of wisdom that any one of us can carry is the fact that we're bio-individual. Mm-hmm. So that what works for me is going to be different than what works for you, which doesn't mean that there aren't things that will work for me and you, but it means that every individual is unique. And so I love that you take this really individualized approach. Um, and also another thing that you spoke spoken to, which was holistic, mm-hmm. you know, so much of the healing journey, specifically in the West, we focus on one area, right? Yeah, it's like the knee. Yeah. <laughs> or or like the 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 depression, you know, yeah. here's a pill or, you know, there's so many different pieces, your skin, let's just focus on the skin. And little does our current medical system really support looking at the individual as, as the whole. And that's one of the things that we got to talk about the other day was just kind of your own journey. And I think that would be really powerful for the audience to listen, like, how did you get to being where you are? Um, what did you have to go through in order to understand this embodied wisdom and then we can take
1: it from there into how you're showing up and supporting the world yeah okay I'll go back to the beginnings um, and I'll make that part really short because uh, it's about my upbringing and my childhood mm. so I experienced a lot of violence and a lot of deprivation mm. So violence on all levels, uh, physical violence Mm. and emotional violence, psychological violence. I did never learn how to relate. I did not receive love. I did not receive attention. Mm. So I kind of grew up by myself and became uh, like the black sheep where everybody was just reacting on and just venting out on me. Mm. And my mom was an alcoholic. My father left early. So I saw a lot of things uh, which uh, I would wish I would not have seen. Mm. And uh, when I went to school, for example, when I was six, I had my own key. I was dressing up by myself and going there. And of course, it also showed up in my behaviors. So I became uh, a victim of bullying because I became more and more... Different from mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. because I was lacking grounding and self-love and the confidence which you get from from your parents, right? And um, so I replaced that with performance. I tried to make it right, um, to make people love me. Mm-hmm. and i got really desperate about it so how can i make it right how can i make people love me so i had no sense of what it means to relate in a healthy way mm. i had no sense of thinking of what do i want so my mm. world was built around mm. my social interactions mm. which were just so messy and mm. i was so desperate right mm. because if I as an adult person now meet someone and they try to please me all the time, I don't know how to relate with them because I don't know who they are, yeah. right? And this is why people couldn't relate to me, so of course now I understand, Yeah, but I was kept in that and it led me to uh, a career where i studied uh, economics so i have an mba and i was working in the states and i had a career in international management consultancy so i just tried to make it better and better and better so i was defining myself by being a rock star in sports and um being having really good grades at school and then having this career Mm -hmm. so I could always work hard and of course I'm German so efficiency is number one yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, yeah what happens when you do that for many many years burn burn out exactly (laughs) so went through several cycles of almost burnout I was able to catch it always in the last moment quit my job packed my backpack went traveling mm-hmm. thought about what to change mm-hmm. came back and really implemented these changes mm-hmm. and still I ended up in the same space same. because my behavioral patterns have not changed yeah. right so my companies I was they were they knew right so they would only need to push my fear button and I would just take more performance out. So if it's not enough, I would put some more on top. Mm-hmm. And more and more. Mm-hmm. So in the end, I had three jobs. But yeah. I was paid, of course, for only one. No? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I see that a
0: lot, actually. That just reminded me of a client of mine that just takes on more and more and more. And it's yeah. like,
1: yeah, it's very yeah. common and uh, i I was doing yoga for for many years at that time that saved me, yeah, and I'm a natural meditator mm-hmm. so I was um coming back to my childhood. I was talking to trees before I talked to humans mm-hmm. right so I, I that has been my biggest resource and that's that has been saving my life mm. because as soon as I go into nature, mm. I find peace within. Mm. You know? And um, if I would not have had that, I would not be here anymore. And at the same time, suicide was always like an option, an exit option if the suffering gets too much and I can't take it anymore. Yeah. And I am a suicide survivor, mm-hmm. so my first attempt was when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I understand people who are playing this card. Huh? Mm. If the suffering gets too much and you don't have an option anymore. So what I could not do at that time is to value the gift of life. Mm. Because there was no area which was uh, nourishing. Mm. Right? Mm. And uh, that took a while. So in some point, of course, I broke down. I had depression and... I had to go to a clinic. I was having chronic pain for 20 plus years. And they were treating the pain. So they were giving me injections with painkillers. Cortisol. Cortisol and uh, having a physiotherapist. So I've I've seen a lot of conventional healing. And they were trying to heal my my body, the physical layer. And the interesting thing is that I experienced... um, after I went through conventional healing, which was not helping, and I explored more alternative methods, I came across de mm. and I went to a training. I didn't know why I went there. It was just that my intuition said, you have to go. Mm. And I went there, and it's a healing modality that removes the shields of protection we have around us. So without actually knowing what I was doing and why uh, why I was there, after trying also psychotherapy, so I was stable at that point, but I did not have access to deep joy and enjoyment Mm. and bliss of life, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So from my mind, I had sorted it out. And all of a sudden, in this retreat, I had a massive outburst of emotions and... Mm -hmm trauma information which my body has been storing mm. so anger came out mm. endlessly, then mm. I was crying like I have mm. never cried before and all of a sudden I went into bliss states, I had so much energy running through my body, I didn't even know what what's happening here, it's like electricity, stardust, everything mm. at once and then I went into crying again, then I went into energetical purging, so my body was just oh, releasing, yeah. releasing and doing something <sighs> mm. and at some point I landed in my body mm. something really big shifted and I was pain free after this these five days so I had chronic pain imagine for 20 plus years mm. and this needed to heal so my body needed to release this cell information mm. right and that has been um, a game changer for my life mm. So I understood that we need to take care of all the layers and sometimes we are really blocked through the mm-hmm. suppression we have mm-hmm. been all going through. Yeah,
0: hmm? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And from then on I went really deep into exploring alternative healing modalities hmm? because that was like the beginning of the really deep healing. Hmm? Mm. Of uh, healing through all the layers and not just looking at one aspect. So it, uh, my worldview became holistic. Mm. Also, I understood myself as a system. Mm. Yeah. There is a whole universe inside of me. Mm. I'm a universe in the universe, mm. and I'm meeting other universes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we see what happens with our planets the and all the systems, the yeah. constellations. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's the short version. <laughs> um,
0: so it's it's so beautiful that you speak into this piece around the shields and the energetics because I feel like even though more people are starting to become aware that your mental health actually also has to do with your gut health and your gut health also has to do with your skin health and all these different pieces, right? It's like there's still not as much awareness of the energetics that play and the information, as you spoke spoken to, like the information that is stored. And not just stored from your own trauma and from your childhood, but stored from your lineage and mm-hmm. stored from your ancestors' ancestors. Yes. And since we're all together in this soup... It can be so easy that someone else is processing something from the bigger picture, from your lineage. It might not even be childhood that you remember, or maybe it happened and you blocked it out. So there's so many different pieces that you spoke into, and I would really love it if you could share a little bit more about, I know you do this work really deeply now, I would love it if you could share a little bit more about this information that's stored and how we can begin to access it. So for people who are like, wait a second, I've been dealing with this chronic issue for so long and you're telling me that it could be something in my energetic body that's blocking me from healing. How would you speak into that for people who maybe aren't even ever aware that this is possible?
1: Yeah. Uh, Let me feel into it from which angle I wanna start Mm -hmm. to approach it. It's a big question. In the west we are used to look at things from a rational perspective and that's amazing because we have brilliant minds Mm -hmm. so why not using them now when you look at let's say your relationships Mm. um, for many of us and that, that was uh, really valid for me. In my past, I was having the same relationship <laughs> with, with different, different men, men <laughs> yeah. again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And let's say the universe saved, uh, served me a few variations. But still I was uh, looped in in my behavioral patterns and I was attracting people who were serving and feeding these patterns. So we were going into this loop. So what can happen if you are removing cell information from your body so i could understand these patterns from my mind i worked through that in psychotherapy Mm -hmm. i did trauma therapy Mm -hmm. but if the information is still stored Mm -hmm. in my cells my nervous system my whole being wants to go back to this pattern because it wants to be fed Mm -hmm. so you can my point of view really access deep healing and change the pattern when you release this information from cells mm. and work at the pattern at the same time so this awareness of what am I actually doing here mm. why am I attracting men which are not available mm. does it maybe say something about my own unavailability mm. so what is stored in my cells is mm. it maybe fear mm is it suppression of life force Mm. do i really want to live with every cell of my body did i have the chance to speak up all the time Mm. how am i breathing am i nourishing my body with my life force or am i not Mm. and then with for example the armoring as a healing modality we can release that the body is going into different pattern and it's like a reset so you start from a clean space Mm. and I always had this feeling when I started with this journey talking into the ancestral information when I looked at uh, the women in my in my line in my family there has been so much violence Mm. And I was experiencing violence in my relationships. Mm. So I made this decision, the conscious decision, that this chain of violence has to end. Mm. I am not going to continue it. Mm. The the violence stops here. Mm-hmm. So I need to find a way to heal. Mm. And the only way is to look at my patterns, mm-hmm. and to look at my body, and to look at all these layers. Right? Mm-hmm. Because when you are in a situation with violence, you cannot access your full life force energy. You yeah. are, you know, Afraid. your life is ruled by fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So looking at bodies, yeah. um, for example, Wilhelm Reich, he was a psychoanalyst who studied in the 1930s. And he figured out that there is a correlation between psychological issues people are having and um, pain and tension they are storing in the body. So he developed a system of body types. Hmm. And these body types describe in which phase of the upbringing you experienced pain or deprivation or something which is not healthy. And coming to my body, I am by Wilhelm Reich's definition, an oral body type and oral body type. And maybe that speaks to some of you has um, like a shape, which is like a little bit protecting myself. So the shoulders are going to the front. Mm. Maybe there is a little like hole or the, the chest is like sinking Concave a bit, little yeah. bit inwards. Yeah. Yes. And, um, I have this uh, like a round uh, neck mm-hmm. and I will for sure have lower back pain and shoulder pain so mm. I'm carrying too much responsibility mm. and I'm trying to shield myself mm. what happened through the dearming arming and through the healing is my body released this information the fear and the wanting to protect because I didn't receive love mm. there was a love and touch deprivation mm. and I came into a stronger alignment so Mm. my whole architecture physically changed so my spine changed its shape my Mm. shoulders went to the back Mm. my chest opened up Mm. apart from the fact that my eyes are shining more I have a different way of looking at the world my whole perception is going is becoming wider I see more I experience more Mm. Mm So we have these personality traits and we can release them and heal and come to a balance mm-hmm. right? because it's all about balance.
0: Mm. Wow. So, so I'm, I'm sure people are like, okay, de-armoring, <laughs> what <laughs> is this magic, right? So can you speak into that? Like yes. Give the audience a, a taste of what in the world de-armoring yes. is.
1: Yes, so um, de-armoring is an ancient technique actually and there are different lineages, schools, cultures who have been using it. Mm. When we are looking at the animal world, mm. yeah? maybe you have seen it that your dog was coming somewhere, something happened and then it was just shaking itself, mm. right? This is a very natural form of dearming. So there was an experience and they just shake it off their mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. because they don't have a mind, you know, no one tells them you cannot shake. Right? You cannot express <laughs> your anger. You yeah. cannot be sad. You yeah. cannot show your vulnerability. Yeah. They just do. And de-armoring is bringing in the piece of this shaking, for example, or through specific touch. So we are looking at the body with different areas, mm-hmm. and different body areas store different emotions. Mm-hmm. So in shamanism, they have been working with it. Wilhelm Reich has been defining these areas and let's talk about fear so we have a core muscle it's called psoas muscle and you can access this muscle and this muscle is needed to uh, fight off light so when we are in a complete stress response and the tiger is coming into the room and all of a sudden you are breaking the world record because you can run so fast so this is the muscle which is being used And at the same time, coming a bit to sexuality, this is the muscle which we need to move the hips. Mm -hmm. How can we reach orgasm Mm. moving the hips? Mm. Means if your psoas muscle is blocked and is storing the fear, you will not be able to fully explore your sexuality to Mm -hmm. your full potential, Mm -hmm. right? So if we are releasing this muscle, it loses the tension... And again, architecture in the body is changing and energy will be flowing. Mm -hmm. So the de-armoring is a technique where we are looking at these areas of the body and we are giving physical touch Mm -hmm. that can be triggering, that can be pushing, that can be shaking, rolling, rocking. And sometimes de-armoring is just being present and focusing on an intention. So for example, I had a stuntman who was part of my training and he came and uh, he wanted me to release the source so we were we were working with fear so we had a fear day right we put this intention and then he asked me to push harder and i felt like that feels really weird Hmm. and i I cannot do it my body is getting goosebumps and i I don't cannot push and he Hmm. just claimed he wants to have more and more and more so i stepped back because I needed a moment to understand yes. what's going on here so I'm in a one on one session mm-hmm. with a client in a training mm-hmm. I am in service to him it's not about me he wants to release fear and I feel like I have to vomit when I give him this strong touch because mm-hmm. you can use your elbow and lean in with your body weight mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Because the psoas is a strong muscle it's connecting the spine with the hips and the legs right mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i noticed i cannot do this his body is used to take in violence so mm. he has conditioned his body for 10 20 years to accept pain mm. but this is not the nature and the vibration of body should be in so fear is the biggest thing so the whole body is like one big contraction mm. Mm. and i just sat there with him and i said i cannot do this i cannot continue what you have been doing to your body and I was silent and I just looked at him and he looked at me and he went through many different phases so he was first there was anger because he wanted it and I didn't give it to him then he realized even if he's complaining I'm not gonna do it and then something shifted because I was still looking at him and he didn't notice being seen being witnessed I don't want anything from him and in some point I got really goosebumps and then he started to cry mm, yeah. Oh. Yeah. and we were in this case the dearmoring technically was being present, bring the awareness and hold the space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it can have many different aspects. Mm. The word itself, the term de-armoring means removing the shields of protection we have been building up through experience the body and the layers of the body have Mm. made Mm. Mm. can be traumatic experiences it can be something that you get raped Mm. or you have a car accident Mm. a beloved one is leaving the body someone is dying it can also be that you said yes but it was a no and Mm. that's something we all know we Mm -hmm. all have experienced right yeah and um we are melting these layers away because the way i'm working is really being aware of the nervous system and creating safety creating space and feeling where is this edge Hmm. because what we do not want is a contraction so we can release when we are relaxed and we're feeling safe Mm -hmm. at the same time it needs courage because you're getting really close to the area which where the the fear is right so you're working on the edge and you have support. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you as the receiver, if I give a session to you, you have full control. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest difference to what happened when you had the traumatic experience. Yeah. yeah. Something happened to you. Mm-hmm. So the body just stored this information and tried to cope with it in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. Often it's violence mm-hmm. in, in, in any form. So with the de you tell me, Where your edges and you listen to your body Mm -hmm. and really drop in I listen Mm -hmm. to your body Mm -hmm. and drop in so we have two people who are going into deep space of listening it's like a meditation Mm -hmm. beautiful yeah and it can be anger release sadness it can be that you are all of a sudden going into orgasm yeah because the block is removed and life flows and you feel alive and nourished and oh yeah you know it's like uh the body changes its shape
0: yeah yeah, on
1: many levels
0: i think this is so important um because when you look at statistics let's say uh statistically speaking only 30 percent of women are achieving orgasm right and i think there's many layers to that right there's a lot of shame Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guilt Yeah, there's a lot of fear.
1: Anger. There's
0: a lot of not knowing, like not knowing um, how to work with our own bodies as women, Mm -hmm. men not knowing how to work with our bodies, us not using our voice to say, hey, like this is actually what I need, or I don't feel mad, or this is what is important to me, this is how I like to be touched, or whatever. And I think there's this also, this other piece, which, you know, when we think about historically, a lot of the physical trauma, That women have gone through being sold for, you know, sex and a lot of things. We don't need to go deep into those pockets, but if someone in their life is wondering, feels like they have low libido, feels like they can't reach orgasm, really feeling into the energetics, like beyond all the mental, emotional, we're really good with the mental, emotional, Mm -hmm. right? We can, you can sit with a therapist or a psychotherapist and you can talk about all your things, but there's, as you mentioned in this healing, there's like, traumatic energetic blockages that can be released through the physical body, which can awaken your sexual vitality. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that isn't often spoken about. And I know that when we spoke last time, you said that you went through this journey of healing your physical body, then, well, mental body, then physical body, and then Emotional. emotional body. And then it opened you up into being able to feel and connect to your sexual body mm-hmm. and so what was that what was that like um, maybe being so afraid of tapping into that life force now being open to receive pleasure or, or orgasm like
1: what mm-hmm. was that like for you what was that your it was, was? Uh, surprising <laughs> because I well I would say I always had great sex I'm yeah. a very passionate person I have a high libido And I was not having orgasms Mm. for also like 20 years Mm. or something. Mm. And in some point when I was in this um, depression and I was looking at these different uh, areas of my life, like relationships, job, environment, and also friendships, uh, sexuality, I said, okay, so if other people have orgasms, uh, I wanna have orgasms that as well so why should i continue accepting that well i don't have orgasms so when i went into connection and i had a new lover or new relationship partner i said well i just to let you know i don't have orgasms so um but i'm still enjoying so don't worry you don't need to do anything right Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and that's like really (laughs) keeping it really low key like uh you know, not even thinking about it. Yeah. So because I accept it. I don't know how. Yeah. I just don't know how. So I ex- I better accept it as it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, so I went, uh, when I looked at these areas and said, I want to have orgasm, I went to have a Yoni massage. So I was Googling. Yeah. I found Tantra. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found Yoni massage. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yoni. Yoni is our vagina, yeah. right? Yeah. So down there <laughs> <laughs> the pussy wow and um, i went to this woman so i was consciously picking a woman because i said this is really about me i don't want to have this rece- rece- be receiving this from a man because yeah. then i'll be going into my performance i want yeah. him to like me so yeah. I really want to focus on myself I went there and this woman was playing with my body like I would be a piano and she would be the biggest piano player wow. the most virtuous in the world Wow. and then the orgasm came and I felt it coming and I was like what's going on here what is that and it came and it, I it like exploded on so many layers and I, I just started to laugh like crazy because it's so amazing and it's so ridiculous that I didn't have that in 20 years so someone else knows better how to touch my body than I do and then I started to cry because I was so sad that I didn't have this idea of taking care of myself before. Mm. I accepted that, I accepted a lot of suffering and also a lot of not feeling alive, not being in my sexuality. And that was like my initial spark so i said okay so it's possible i'm gonna have more (laughs) amazing yes yes so the journey is from the physical body Mm -hmm. to the energetical body Mm -hmm. so if we once can land in our physical body Mm. we can work with the emotion we can work with emotional fluidity mm. then connecting to life force energy and connecting to sexuality is just something very organically naturally happening yeah. Yeah. right? and um, that was my my journey and that's also my the journey of many of my clients yeah. people who come to my retreats so yeah. we start with grounding in the body creating safety being really fully in the body to mm. always ground yourself so there is an independency i don't need anyone else to create safety for me i can do that myself i know exactly how to and from this grounding then consciously with breath sound and movement moving starting to move energy right and it's the most beautiful vital potent vibrant amazing i could continue this list for an hour or longer (laughs) Uh, in German by the way <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's, the, it's the, uh, the most powerful thing in the world yeah. it's an like an infinite source of energy and healing we have inside of us yeah? all of mm-hmm. us mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. I didn't know and so often it's untapped yeah you know, so often so many people don't even know that what they have access yeah. to
1: so how can you access it if you don't know that it's existing yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah and and it's like something that I think also sex and... Like, sex is performance-based. What I... When... Even when you were speaking, I'm like, yeah, how interesting is that, too? Like, the first thing you say is, by the way, I can't have orgasms, so don't, don't worry. Don't feel like you need to try. Which is yeah. so often, like, how we're taught. It's performance-based. Yes. It's about the orgasm. Yeah. And um, that's an interesting way to, like, view our sexuality, which most of the world does.
1: You know? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, my job in the bedroom coming to with German efficiency was uh-huh. making him come. Of course. That's, yeah. what, that's what we're taught.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if, and he, if, if, does, he can, if he doesn't, I did
1: my job. And if he, and if he doesn't,
0: <laughs> what did I do wrong? Fuck shit. He doesn't like me. It must be my body. Like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Yeah. You know, there's something wrong. Like,
1: if he's yourself. not getting hard, it's yeah. my fault. Yes. And so on and so on. His
0: and that's a lot of pressure. was
1: to make me come. Yeah. So I cleared it from the beginning. Yeah. I won't come so that he could relax. But yeah. this is like, It's so crazy to just look at that situation Mm -hmm. from, from now, from a space of fullness. When I can provide everything you need, I need by myself. I know how to touch my body. I know how to. You don't need to be anything other than
0: present with me. Like all you need to do is be present with me. So
1: now imagine the other person comes from the same space of being complete, being full, one hundred percent, and then we are meeting. Yeah, I mean this that's is where you reach the divine. That's where the cosmos exactly. are. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's that's why I consciously said on purpose. I said my sex was good mm-hmm. because that's sex. But what we are talking mm. about now is love making mm. divine unity mm. melting into one with each other mm-hmm. one and one is so much more than two right? mm. raising the the vibration mm. going into spaces where you are connected with your body but you are so much more you are expanding Expensive. yeah right? yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah and this is what I what I want the world to be able to to realize is accessible like it's accessible for everyone the challenge is, is that we don't have the resources or the information or access to the practices oftentimes because the knowledge is kept back. And this is so interesting. We were speaking today about, I have this worship the goddess course that's coming out that has nothing to do with sexuality. It has everything to do with owning your body and being the source of your pleasure and you have this dearmoring experience that's happening here in Bali and both of us got banned from doing an ad on Facebook (laughs) because of sexuality (laughs) and I really believe that the reason why these big you know bigger companies that are controlling what we see and how we see it is shutting down our sexuality because this is truly the source of our power yes like when we tap into our power it's mine it's not yours you can't take it from me, I own it, I'm embodied, I'm in it, and this is literally the seat of our creative life force, and when so many of us are so stuck, or trapped, or disconnected from it, from our past, and we're not given true sources for healing, instead we're given pills, or creams, Mm -hmm. or whatever, it really keeps us out of our power, mm-hmm. keeps us out of our power of connecting to ourselves, out of our power of truly connecting to someone else. And when you look at the t- statistics of how many people feel lost and disconnected and depressed, it's like we are not even connected to ourselves. And I always tell, I, I say this often, like you can only connect to someone as connected as you are to yourself. Yeah. And so this journey that you take people on, this journey that you had to go on, that you went through years of not having access to the information, giving, you know, uh, pills or creams or, or therapies that didn't actually, yeah. yeah, don't actually, where's the juice of it. And now there's so many different people and I really see it emerging from the world of sexuality because this is the creative life force, right? So it's like those of us who have gone through our own healing journeys in whatever way, somehow it's like root chakra, right? Root chakra, you figure out your basic needs, your physical body, like your health, your food, and then you can move up into sexuality. And once you're in sexuality, it's like you can start to be creative and start to expand. Mm -hmm. And this is where we get these amazing retreats that you're hosting and these experience and private sessions that you're hosting. And I know you do them around the world, and I know you have one coming up here in Bali so when is how how would you share that with the audience what's coming up here Yeah
1: so I have a landing page for the retreats mm-hmm. it's uh, sunnyju.com mm-hmm. and you can keep in mind sunnyju as sunny like sunny day ju ju like juicy dot <laughs> 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 com yeah. and on Instagram it's sunnyjuicy, <laughs> so sunnyju love huh? yeah. Mm -hmm. the spice that's missing and we are starting the journey on the 29th of january and it's six days really deep immersion and what we are doing in these retreats and that's why i love to hold space for groups is Mm -hmm. we heal that together Mm -hmm. because we always say the trauma of one person in the room can heal the whole Mm -hmm. room So we are so dropping, that's the vulnerability, right? Yes. The vulnerability
0: to be seen yes. and see yourselves in yes. that person. Yeah.
1: And everyone who is coming, usually I am attracting people who really want transformation.
0: Yeah,
1: They are longing so much for something different. Yeah, Sometimes they know already what it is. Sometimes they don't know. Yeah. They are just like, there must be something else out there. I cannot continue like yeah, this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course also like professional body workers are coming because they wanna expand their practice and work with emotions and mm-hmm. sexuality mm-hmm. and trauma. And the retreats themselves are so amazing because we are it's very intense and at the same time we are working like in waves. Yeah. So we have dearming sessions every day, body work every day where you give and you receive so you have healing twice yeah. at least. And then we have sound healing to relax the Mm -hmm. nervous system. Then we have sessions. We have movement practices. Mm -hmm. We have meditations. Mm -hmm. Movement meditations. We have body work again. We work with the wheel of consent, with touch. So it's about your boundaries. What do you really want Mm -hmm. in life? Mm -hmm. We're working strongly with intention. So Mm -hmm. there's so much breath, sound, movement, voice activation. And of course lectures because I want people to take something out. So you will learn about anatomy, about trauma, about ethics, about your conditioning, so Mm. we work strongly with that. How can I change my patterns? Where are my triggers? Why Mm. is Mm. that? Mm. And then the last day is usually about integration. Mm. So you get self-practices, right, Mm. to take home with you Mm. and practice it in your life. And that's why we have repeaters in every retreat. So people just come back and do exactly the same retreat again. Yeah. Because there's so much in it yeah. every time you can find more <clears throat> goals something different you can work with different aspects mm. and every person in the group is important mm. Yeah? Mm. so we are weaving these fabrics of healing as a group experience together because a lot of our trauma and our traumatic experience have been happening in interaction with people in yeah. groups huh? yeah, yeah. so it's an amazing potent space to heal
0: yeah wow super beautiful ah uh, Two weeks. Two weeks. (laughs) So if you're feeling the call, Bali is coming. It's happening happening quickly you know where to find it Um, and you host experiences around the world is that right yeah, do you have yeah. your next you know where else you're going just in case people hear this yes. late
1: so I'm going my rhythm is Asia in the winter yep. and uh, Europe in the European summer mm-hmm. so there will be more immersions in Europe in Austria cool. and in Berlin awesome and we have at the moment five or six retreats planned cool and I also host Wheel of Consent workshops with touch mm-hmm. and um I'm always available for individual sessions, for couple sessions, how to touch each other, conscious uh. touch, huh? how to touch a yoni, how to touch it's a so pussy. Interesting. They should, so they should it's, share that in school, but yeah, they don't share anything else really. yeah. I mean, when yeah. I was touched like that the first time, I was like, wow, this is how I can be touched. Yeah. And after like getting this nourishment, I thought, okay, now it's only fair that I learn how to give that to my yeah. men. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so this 100%. is changing couples' lives, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, And they can find all
1: of this at sunnyjew.com Yes. And also I do coaching. So I coach uh, online. And uh, yeah. So get in touch with me. Three. <laughs>
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for first and foremost just doing the work not giving up you know despite what was handed to you and your experience thank you for being someone who's choosing to continue to lean in rather than pull away in this lifetime and thank you for showing up for others for those of us who have been through similar experiences and maybe haven't quite found the solution thank you for holding that pull for people to dive into Ah oh,
1: yes thank you for having me <laughs> stay tuned we might have an
0: episode number two hey everyone thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on driven for purpose i cannot tell you how much your support means if you found this content helpful in any way shape or form i would love it if you share this with your friends and family If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.